is definitely here. To the lockout. So there's a lot of things going on that we need to get into today. And one of these major things that I want to tune in with you guys about is this. So apparently uh, they're stating that a known drug dealer, kind of sort of a kingpin, like they want to call him, has bailed out Kenneth. Now, <laughs> this is in Milwaukee. Now, Kenneth, if you're not familiar with him, it's an African-American brother, I would like to say, right? Uh, with respect to everyone, the brother's black. The kingpin who bails this brother out, it's a white guy by the name of Richard Stulio. Now, Stulio is no uh, rookie or new guy to law enforcement. And here's what they're saying about Stulio. Now, Stulio, when they keep putting him out as a kingpin, a major drug dealer, we have to learn how to articulate or watch what we're saying at certain events or when you're reporting stuff to the media, like major drug dealer, a kingpin in the drug trade of narco tra narco trafficking, right? <laughs> now, uh, apparently the news only, and I'm talking about like the news where you turn on your television, uh, 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 television and, 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 and tune into that stuff, right? But apparently what they're saying is that this so-called kingpin from 29th and Cleveland is a kingpin in selling marijuana. Now, I know, I know, I know. I'm just as... Uh, uh, how can I word it uh, correctly? Uh, again, again, he's a kingpin, mind you, He's not selling no hard rock cocaine. He's not selling heroin. He's selling marijuana, what a lot of people like, and it's almost legal in all parts of the world. So you guys tell me, do you guys like marijuana? <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes for a lot of folks in the world. Now, here's the thing when it comes to me with that. I think a drug is a drug, and I get what they're saying, but you're putting it out to be like this guy is a murderer himself. Okay, one of the things that they try to get him on, the guy that put up a hundred and something thousand, first of all, we got to get the news right. A lot of uh, news outlets are stating that he paid a hundred thousand, then it's a hundred and twelve thousand. 120,000. The kid is locked up for homicide. Now, a lot of people are blaming judges and courts and yada, 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 and stating like this kid should have never been in the streets as many times as he was released. Like something needs to be done now with the laws. Oh, so you want to change laws just because Kenneth. And this is what happens when we mess things up for other people, right? And it gets really out of control.
And there shouldn't be oh, no reason why it's getting out of control like that. Right? It's just like a spooky situation. Because as I think back to it, uh, what if you get locked up? And anyone can get locked up for anything nowadays in the world. And because of Kenneth, you're not going to be able to get bail. Because you might leave. Huh? So, I, I, they're pointing out, like, the times he didn't show up, the times he did show up to court. And then they're calling on law reform people to change these laws and do something about this. How preposterous is that? Now, this is one individual. And I get it. Look, maybe a lot of people shouldn't be walking the streets. Maybe laws do need to change, right? We understand that. But because this one guy decides he wants to have rabbit in him, everyone has to pay. Like, not only where you live, you're trying to con and the minds of other lawmakers to get on board. I don't think, look, I'm not saying no one's life is important. Obviously, lives are important. Human beings are important. And obviously, his life was important enough to another man that says he didn't even know him to put up the bail money. Actually, he says that he knows Kenneth's parents from church and that the parents came up to him and said, look, my son is in some real uh, trouble and we need 100000 to bail him out. And they uh, the guy, uh, Richard, says, all right, well, I'm going to get you the 100000 with $10,000 interest. Now, here's the catch. Apparently, across the world, long sharking is illegal. Giving somebody something and expecting something in return, a profit, is running an illegal business. And especially when you say 10000 it goes beyond uh, federal laws. Uh, am I bugging out here, John? Or, or did things change in, <laughs> in the last uh, two weeks? But uh, with that being said, they contact his probation officer. He's on probation, Richard uh, Stulio, right? And his probation officer states that at the present time, he sees no reason to violate him. He don't see anything wrong that he did. Now, here's the only reason I could have seen them getting violated. If he knew Kenneth and they could tie Kenneth to him and him having contact with a felon, <laughs> then you're in for a big surprise, buddy. <laughs> now your whole luck and jurisdictional uh, pateratical uh, might change and get very radical for you. But as of right now, there's nothing that we can do. So now the news is at his house. And, like, constantly, like, uh, Richard, so why did you bail him out? Uh, does he sell for you? This kid is, they got videos of him, like, randomly pulling out a gun out there, putting it out through his car window and just, like, boom, 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 and wetting things up, like, all over the streets. Like, is he dangerous from what I've seen? He can be. Did I see anything spectacular that I don't see on the daily basis all over the world? And all over uh, social media? Nah. Nah. What he did was life. And I get it. He took a life. I'm not talking about that part. I didn't see that part. What they showing is when he was shooting out in the air and all that. Guys do that all day. It is the dumbest thing. I get it. But it's happening, right? And we can't put our blinders on and act like this is the only kid 
that's out here shooting shit up. Now, there's thousands of others. So when you stop to think, like, how did Cleveland, right? Is that they're in Cleveland, it stated there. Mind you, the guy who bailed them out, the so-called drug kingpin, owns a construction company. He's not only a kingpin, like they say. And and look, when I say kingpin, they're talking about charges he had previously, his past arrest. This doesn't mean that the guy's actually out there still continuously being a kingpin. And what is a kingpin? Nowadays, you get caught with a few bricks or maybe a few pounds of marijuana and get caught, you know, from New York to Jersey. (laughs) You're a kingpin. He's a transporter. (laughs) He's a narco trafficker. Why? Why you say that? Because he was driving in traffic when we caught him with narcotics. And both of those words equal narcotics, narco, traffic, trafficker. (laughs) Okay, stop it. The dude doesn't have $5 that actually belong to him. You're not a narco trafficker, bro. Narco trafficker bosses have multi-millions. El Chapo, okay. And, and, and that's kind of a uh, mystery there, right? Isn't it like a little mystery? Uh, I always thought that El Chapo's story is like mysterious. For some reason. Just to me. But I could be bugging out, right? To me, it's very mysterious. I don't know. Maybe to others that don't. But it seems like El Chapo was kind of set up by our government too. But that's for another day, guys. Drop in the comments if you feel that way. All I can say about this story is this. And this is... Look. He's a construction worker. He's been out for some time now. The kid is about to get released. Because on another case... He has semi-days in, I think it's four months, or for good behavior, he's done with that time. I think it adds up to like six months. Uh, don't quote me on that. And uh, now the bail is there. So they're trying to say, how does this kid get good behavior? So you want to change the laws of how much time a person does and good behavior situations just so in the near future these Things don't happen and a criminal gets out and is able to jump again. Look, those are your laws. They put in place by you. I know some of them were written ages ago. But are you serious? Everybody within the prison system is about to pay because you want one guy not to be released on a certain date. Listen, they're even asking for higher bail money. If anything... We need to set bail higher. Okay, so here goes a genius who figured out, look, I know what we're going to do, Tom. Don't we need money in this city? Yeah, we do. Okay, instead of just letting everybody sell drugs, (laughs) including Stulio, why don't we just raise the bail? (laughs) And every time these morons get locked up, we ask for more money, right? (laughs) So... There, we make a profit. So when you're making a profit, it's not a problem. Everybody could get released. I don't know if you follow me, right? But what about if the bail goes up to 300000 and he gets out then? What are you going to say? If they give him 500000 bail, let's say they raise it, but he comes up with the money too. What are you going to say? We need to raise it higher? <laughs> like, come on, bro. 
Uh, tell me which people really get their bail money back from the city. Not only that, that that money has that bail money sitting in there and uh, the bankers and all that are reusing that same drug money. Or you're telling me it just stays there. Come on, bro. Stop it. Right. We understand how the banks work. Right. They use your money to pay him for that money. For that money goes around hoping you make a profit. Right. Doesn't it go that way? Well, I could be wrong. Right. By the time it gets back to you, it's been used like a million times. It's light. They generated millions off of your few hundred thousand. But here's the story. So when he was asked by reporters that went to his house, you know, violating, you know, some reporters have no respect. They're going to pop up whenever they feel and they feel they could do what they wanted. It is what it is. Yada, yada. How do you know Kenneth? Stulio responds, get out of here, kid. It don't matter. Go. Now, get off my property. This so-called narco-trafficker, right? He owns Colt, Colt Construction. He is also known as a drug dealer, convicted of using his house near 29th Street in Cleveland as a home base for drug dealing. Marijuana. You got to be kidding me. At a time when the world in New York City, out of all places, wants to legalize marijuana, opening up dispensaries and what have you. This is what we got to. We still calling a narco trafficker a marijuana guy. What are you kidding me? If anything, you're helping him because I'm pretty sure that Mr. Colt right after this case and caught that case will be owning a dispensary in no time soon. And become a multimillionaire. But I guess then, then and only then, is the government okay with you being a major kingpin or narco-trafficker in a business like the marijuana business? It's cool, man. As long as we get a PC. As long as the state, the city, the governors, the mayors, and our gang get a profit. It's okay. It's not going to be called narco-trafficking no more. It's going to be called you're a businessman and you're the owner of a fine dispensary. Kind of sort of reminds me of the Prohibition days, right? With the wine and the liquor and the alcohol. They used to kick doors down and do raids and lock people up, not knowing what to do with these people. Alcohol had became the number one killing drug in the world. It still is to today. Look it up. I'll never lie to you. But with that being said, they didn't find it that bad when they put legal stipulations on it, right? It's legalized with the stipulation that we get a tax, we get a profit, and then you guys could deal it all you want. Now we have what we call spots, but they're not spots to the government. It's a liquor store, right? So now they're doing the same thing with marijuana. It's not a spot anymore. Yo, let's go to the weed spot. It's like, yo, let's go to the spot. But, yo, what is this? It's a dispensary. It's, things changed out here. So what's next? Crack. Yo, you're gonna where you going? <laughs> to the crack dispenser. <laughs> Why? Yeah. To the heroin dis- store. <laughs> like, my dude, you know certain parts of the world, heroin is legalized. This is a sad thing that's happening to our world, right? Right before our eyes. By the time you die... Everything under the sun may be legalized that at one time was looked at and frowned upon as being bad. Everybody looks or looked at marijuana as, oh, my God, move from there. They're doing drugs. To now, like, you can't say nothing, Pito. 
It's legal. They could smoke all they want. Soon, crackheads are going to be smoking the pipe in your hallway legitimately. Right in front of everybody. It's legal as long as he's not bothering nobody. <laughs> right? Because in certain parts of the world, you can already get high within that park or that red zone. Or oh, I'm bugging out. It's, it's places where heroin, crack, or drugs are legalized as long as you do it over there. Right? Anyway, when police raided the house in 2018, they found nine guns. <laughs> so I guess they're trying to put it puzzles to get put pieces of the puzzle together and insinuate like, you know what? This kid has been getting his guns from Stulio. Stulio got this kid out there wilding and he probably deals for Stulio. Right? And he's shooting everybody up and here goes a white guy having a black guy do a bunch of crazy things. I mean, it says for a good story, I kind of sort of believe it. And you know what? Honestly, bro, I'm not even going to say how I feel. I'm just a street dude that became a podcaster a content creator, a news reporter, a media person, an influencer, right? <laughs> but my honest opinion <laughs> is, yo, bro, you you bugged out. You should have got somebody else to bail him out. It's obvious to a duck that's your guy. That's your main guy. But anyway, when police raided the house in 2018, they found nine guns. More than three pounds of weed. And he's a, and this is what you call a, a trafficker, a narco tra a kingpin with three pounds. <laughs> so what was I? What do you call a person that used to hustle like me? I'm a double king, a five quadruple <laughs> kingpin, because three pounds is like a bag of weed next to when I was selling pounds. Facts. Ask anybody that know me respectfully. No glorification. I tell these stories in hopes that you don't end up like me or any of my friends who are no longer here to tell their story with me. With that being said, they found three pounds of weed and a hundred and, oh, wow, $100,720 in cash. That's not a lot of money, right? But look at this. Four years later, fast forward to four years later, Stulio had another 100000 so what? He can't be having hundreds of thousands? And here's the thing. They looking at him as a loser, a convicted felon. What are you doing with 100,000? How did you make the 100,000? Who gave you that? Because you don't seem like you have the qualifications or the brain to function and even come up with a bright idea to make 100,000. Like, you look like a moron, <laughs> right? Like, what are you telling this dude? So anyway... Uh, uh, four years later, you have a hundred thousand and more available to help Kenneth. What's your connection to Kenneth? Do I have to hire an attorney to go after you? Can you please leave? He replied, right? When this goes down, it's drugs. Said a relative, absolutely drugs. It has to be drugs. Right? Kenneth is a three-time fugitive picked up by U.S. Marshals in Milwaukee, Oak Creek, and Little Rock, Arkansas. He doesn't just flee and not come back to court. 
district attorney says this guy, he flees the system. He flees the state of Wisconsin. In 2018, Milwaukee County prosecutors charged him with leading police on a high-speed chase, causing a crash that hurt three people and leaving behind a rolling drug house with seven cell phones, including one that contained an what? That contained a super troubling and disturbing video. It shows Kenneth driving through Milwaukee neighborhoods firing an automatic weapon out of the driver's side window. Bam, 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 bam. A complete menace to this city, said a member of the U.S. Marshal Services. This was said in 2018. In December of 2018, the U.S. Marshal Fugitive Unit tracked down Kenneth. But a few months later, Kenneth posted a $3,000 cash bond and disappeared again. It wasn't up to January 2022 that U.S. Marshals picked him up for a second time. He posted $9,500 bail and got out once again. This is where the story takes a twist for the worse. In November, police say Kenneth shook hands with a man outside a gas station convenience store and then shot him twice, killing him. How bad of an individual can Kenneth be, or anyone for that matter, to shake your hand, look you in your eyes as a friend, and then, boom, boom, take your life. Mm. After all this, shaking my grandson's hand, how cowardly said the grandmother of the victim. This would have never happened if he would have not been out, said the family of the murder dude, respectfully. He shouldn't have been out on bail. He shouldn't have been out of jail, period. Prosecutors charged Kenneth with homicide and secured a warrant for his arrest for a third time in nearly three years. This time, a Milwaukee County judge set bail for 100000 He doubled the bail in his other pending cases, with 12500 already paid, he would need another $112,500 to get out. Within a few weeks, Richard Stulio paid all of it. Who and why would someone pay for this man's bail? This man is a murderer. This man shook the hands of another black brother and killed him in cold blood with no remorse as he proceeded to walk the streets of this county. God forbid he would have ran into someone else. We would have had more dead people, bodies 
on our hands. The government has blood on their hands. We need to act now. We need to change bail. We need to reform this in favor of the people. Now, Stulio has never been new to the law. He's on probation. Facts. It wasn't until the news first reported the bail payment in August that his probation agent asked him for an explanation. His probation should be revoked. He should be in prison as well. But of course, according to documents and reports from the news in the county, huh, Stulio told the agents he doesn't know Kenneth. He knows his parents from church, landscaping business, where they met. He met the father, and he signed a loan agreement, providing to his agents showing Stulio is charging the family an additional $10,000. <laughs> it's Stulio's name on the bail documents. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? His name is on the bail documents. Now, here's the thing when it comes to bailing someone out. And this is where we all put ourselves in a predicament in life. And I'm not showing you ever how to commit crime and get away. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that in this case, you played yourself when you put your own name on the paperwork. Now, maybe it is true. Maybe he knew nothing about this. Maybe he doesn't know the kid. It is unfortunate, though, for you, Stulio, that the kid is out brandishing a gun, shooting out the car window, and about just the same year and time where your house gets raided, nine guns found, a bunch of marijuana, and here goes an African-American kid shooting out the window, having a lot of money to bail himself out, which 12000 I don't know if you want to say is a lot. Who posts his previous bails? Are we going that deep? Are we going to find out that it was Stulio? The story gets deeper, ladies and gentlemen. But in order to find out what happens next, you need to stay tuned to On The Lockout. Yo, we living in a cold world. Cold times every day. Every time I go to bed, I, I swear I pray. What we gonna do? This world is going down. Some people bailing people out. Why they know they're the devil now? What we gonna do? Arrest everybody? We had people running our world like John Gotti, Maserati. Drugs is being sold. Everybody's heart is cold. Be careful, the kid is not that old. Shooting everybody, doing things that's illegal. What should we do? Killing innocent people We gotta change our way of thinking And our way of life Because if we keep living this way You know it ain't right One day you're gonna go to heaven Or go to hell But one thing is for sure You're gonna need bail <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to On The Lockout Just trying to have a little humor Out of a sad situation If you wanna hear more stories Or tune in to On The Lockout The podcast You know what you gotta do Drop a comment, download your favorite podcast. If you want to come on the show, you can hit me up at techforrec, T-E-K, the number four, and R-E-K at gmail.com. Check us out on Reddit, On The Lockout, on Twitch, On The Lockout, YouTube, On The Lockout, 
Facebook on the lockout watch page. Every platform you could think of on the lockout. And if you game and you want to play with us too and talk with us while we gaming, you got to tune in to On The Lockout Gaming. Check us out on Twitter, On The Lockout. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We're live every day on YouTube at 3.30 p.m. and at 8.30 p.m. And there's everyday videos being dropped there on The Lockout. I love y'all. Have a blessed day. Stay off the streets. Stay away from gangs. Stay away from drugs. Don't hurt anybody. No human being. Whether he look like you and me or whether he look like somebody else, just don't kill nobody. It's not worth it. You will be crying in that prison. I promise you. It's a different world you don't want to be in. I went there to tell you how it is so that you don't have to end up there. Now it's up to you. If you want to take that advice, but I promise you, when themselves close at night, you're going to hear my voice saying, boy, you should have listened to my advice. Tomorrow's episode on the lockout.